This is the Brian Suits Show. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms. Turns out he lied. Uh, I am 770 KTTH. Good morning, everybody. Your Friday morning. At uh, the end of the week, uh, we had a rollicking checking of your text- texting session, wouldn't you say, Producer Greg? Uh, oh, absolutely. Positively. Um, so it is uh, Masters of the Air Day, doing it the old, old school way, where there you get you only see one episode uh, per week. Again, my advice: wait till it gets on Amazon. Don't jump into Apple TV. <clears throat> uh, for, it's not good enough uh, to do that to, for many reasons, which are various and sundry, and I think I've detailed them to death. Uh, did you see that Disney is now cracking down? They're doing the Netflix thing where they're cracking down on you nefarious uh, password sharers. And I, I didn't see that, but it, if uh, history tells us anything, it's going to make them a lot more money. And uh, don't start a land war in Asia. And, and, and yeah, cause Netflix had record profits because they found out that a lot, a lot of you people are, are scalawags and, and no more scalawaggery um, on that. Did you see the new... Apple Vision, or what's it called? It debuts today. Oh, it's officially available to the public. I know they announced it, it months ago. Imagine ski goggles, uh, and I mean like high-end ones, with with a, a pretty substantial headband. And what's unique about them, and the guy on, on Fox this morning was gushing about them. And I'm like, don't gush about Apple stuff. But he was in an Apple store and he was a guy he like who who said, "Look, you know, I didn't get it for free. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just testing it. I'm not buying it." Um, and the glass is transparent. You can make it opaque, but what's weird about it is you put it on, and then you're using hand gestures as a mouse. Um, you know, you're pinching your thumb and index finger uh, to. Uh, to make the screen smaller and like the, in the Apple demo, like uh, there's a there's some hippie in the kitchen and has a little hippie uh, daughter and she throws a Nerf ball at him and he sees it coming through the, the computer screen simulation. So it's he, the first Apple product you look through and not at. So, I mean, that's where like the VR stuff, you know, you go. That's that's why people are tripping over their dogs and stuff. I never that never appealed to me. To like, you know, play a game and look like Zuckerberg or something. Use your apps anywhere and make them any size you want. And and again, <laughs> they have they have this uh, idea that we're all going to be walking around in these or whatever. No, that sounds like my personal dystopian <clears throat> nightmare. I, I know the first run of these things have already sold out, which is a discouraging factoid for me. But I wonder how many they made in the first place because it's like you could sell out as a band a one thousand person venue, but you, if it was a five thousand person venue, you only sell a thousand tickets and it looks empty. So I wonder if they planned we're only going to make a limited run. Yeah, of these. they always do the orchestrated so, demand. So we can go ahead with the PR and say that it's sold out but look maybe i'm a contrarian here or living counterculturally it seems like more and more people want to live their lives online and through a computer screen and i'm exactly the opposite uh yeah yeah because my thing is when i want to watch a movie i watch it on a screen and i pay attention to the movie and then when nature calls i go pause I said, what do you want, nature? And it says, lift the seat. And so uh, one of those. And and so this, the the idea that I'd be wearing a thing all day long and yeah. pinching my thumb and index finger because my, my offspring wants to interact in a playful way. 
Go ahead, offspring. Why are we trending towards turning human beings more and more into computers? Whether it's Elon Musk putting chips in our brains so we can think thoughts and then have them manifest in the real world, or looking through these Apple goggles like, no, 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 no. I don't want to be Robo Greg. I don't want to be the bionic boy. And the word is that that Elon thing, he might have been really over-egging the pudding, that there's not really someone walking around with a chip stuck in their cerebellum. And and how would it give you feedback in like an ear implant or I something? So anyway, but but this thing is, is this thing is um it's interesting. I do want to go test it. But See what all the if you want to, um, I'm 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 not even going to give you an over or under. I'm I'm just going to say what what do you think Apple would price it at? Oh, you, at you're least, you're Mr. Apple at least two K. Really? Oh yeah, probably yeah, thirty five yeah. hundred. So I cut that in half almost. Wow. Yeah. Who's um, got the money for that? Oh, yeah, everybody's living on credit cards. Um, people in uh, Sausalito and Tiburon and uh, Marin County. on that Because, I mean, I got to think, Apple employees are buying it, no one else. They, they did say the first guy out of the store where he was in New York was from Dubai. So, like... The emir sent him. I need you to go to go to uh, the New York to the Apple Store and gets gets me the Apple. What's it called again? The you, Genius uh, Bar. The what do you have it? No, I mean the 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 browse or what it was called. Safari. No, the freaking goggles we've been talking about the, for the five Apple minutes. The Apple Vision Pro. The Apple Vision Pro. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms. And so I don't even know Your if any... surroundings become if, an infinite canvas. Physically, I guess there has to be some at an Apple store because they're trying to sell them. But, uh, so, anyway. so people have been speculating as to how these things might be used in the future and coming up with fake That apps. guy sounds like Michael Bublé on mushrooms. Play him again. Your surroundings become an infinite canvas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, right? Uh, that, that's With Vision Pro, you're no longer limited by a display. And the, the reason oh, I said, if you're just joining us and you're lying in bed trying to find a reason to stay in bed, here's one. Um, superstar entertainer, crooner, Sinatra-like crooner, Michael Bublé did his NHL, he, he's at the NHL All-Star Game, did the All-Star Conference on Mushrooms yesterday, did his press conference. I will not be the oldest draft pick the Vancouver Canucks have ever taken at 48 years old. I know you and you. Vancouver native Michael Bublé. You're a really good hockey. You got good hands, dude. You've got silky mitts, my brother. You are the first person who's ever told me that. Because I'm the first real ever hockey fan. Dude. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms, and he was lying. If I was Apple, I would sign him up today. Well, it sounds like he just got done using Vision Pro for like four hours, and this is what you come away thinking. Uh, yeah, but uh, connect so. with people as if you're sharing the same <laughs> space, or maybe you could just share the well, same space. Why does he? Why does he sound like the teacher? Off. He sounds like the teacher from South Park. It's like you're in a room with a real person. Well, there are plenty of rooms with real people you can get in. Take it, off the goggles. In the same space. Dear Lord. So, I'll be honest, I thought I was in Blades of Glory for most of the time that I was out there until it... An underrated movie, don't you think? Blades of Glory. Blends digital content into the space around us. Um, well, sorry to harsh everyone's mellow uh, on, on, on this and everything, but remember, if go back three months... And th there were these bizarre, like, Death Race 2000 on Aurora, North 99 in, in the Aurora region, on North Aurora, um, cars just hitting people. And we know it because they were posting on social media. Well, they've been busted.
And if, if it seems like, well, how, how young do you have to be to think there's no consequences for doing this to another human um, for the person to, to be that disconnected uh, from the victim, the person you're injuring, uh, and, the, and the thinking that you're going to get away with it? Well, the long arm of the law is here to beg, beg to differ. You can hear the hit, then the laughter. <laughs> yeah. The two cases where police say the now-arrested teens intentionally ran down people along Aurora Avenue North in North Seattle. The teens behind the horrific crime, a 15-year-old boy and a 13-year-old girl. What? I mean... At at this point, granted, we're are you know we're far far better people here in 2024, but all of a sudden, corporal punishment sounds in the public square sounds great, because these are two people that don't know what pain feels like. Behind the horrific crime, a 15 year old boy and a 13 year old girl. That's insane. And uh, yes, I will blame the parents, whoever they are. You can hear the hit. Then That's the sound of a human being, an adult human being, being hit by them in their car, the 15 and the 13-year-old, and they're laughing about it. And so they've never felt a consequence in their lives. Did in Snohomish County. You can hear them laughing in the video. It's like, it's just sick. Reggie works next to where one of the crashes happened. Seattle police released the graphic videos to the public in search of those responsible and possible victims. It's not clear how detectives found the teens or what connected the boy and girl to the videos. Wild stab, uh, tip TikTok didn't uh, tip them off, but I, I think somebody recognized the voices, both the car and their glee and their, their their cackling. You can hear the hit, then the laughter. <laughs> yeah. The two cases. And and they do they do talk uh, quite a bit and saying yo um, because apparently they're not paying attention to each other. So you have to <clears throat> you have to keep saying yo so that you get your conversation mates uh, attention. And then when you make a declarative statement, you have to ask, do you know what I'm saying? So that you can get an affirmative, well, yes, I'm fully aware of uh, what you elocute. But th th this, uh, not much stuff has me livid, but when this happened, just their, their glee and their disassociation, and the fact that they went home safely to their beds, and I mean, how do you explain the, the, the dent in the hood? ...in search of those responsible and possible victims. It's not clear how detectives found the teens or what connected the boy and girl to the videos. Both suspects were arrested for investigation of assault, possession of a stolen vehicle, and hit-and-run with injuries, and booked into the Judge Patricia H. Clark Children and Family Justice Center. Well, well, well. Um, so we have, they might be out right now. You know, it's a school day. Um, because, of course, the most important thing is to get uh, juvenile offenders uh, back into school or the most important thing uh, for uh, children uh, that are in a, a, a perilous situation at home is that you got to keep the families together. And that's why what did, I, did I keep it? Yeah, there it is. The PowerPoint for uh, DCYF uh, explaining the Keeping Families Together Act. And you know who had to explain it was its author. Um, uh, Lillian Ortiz self, uh, up from so much County as, as it, as it happens. Uh, so she sh shares that with them. Um, and again, this is, this is the law and this will be thing one in know-it-all. I want it all and I want it now. Know-it-all. First thing.
Good people of Summit County, please exit this person from the legislature, uh, Lillian uh, uh, Ortiz Self, because she, even sh- she can't explain her stupid law. And her stupid law was was uh, a, a knee-jerk reaction to a higher proportion of minorities having uh, children in a uh, in a in a perilous situation around danger. So she took off, for instance, you can't remove a kid from a household for simple drug possession. Never mind drug use, but I mean, not even for just possession, because, you know, who who has uh, fentanyl in their home if they're not using it? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm holding it for a friend. But anyway, Q13 uh, caught up with her, and, and th- this is what it sounds like when, when you smell your political future maybe on the burner— and the 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 mac and cheese is sticking to the bottom of the pan or something then uh... but jefferson county prosecutor james kennedy says a known drug user with a lengthy criminal record was able to have custody of his baby only because of that new law it specifically states a child needs to be in imminent danger to be removed and i'm i'm sorry say what you will about uh, oregon say what you will certainly about california but um if there's drugs in the house the child is in imminent danger I mean, what, you know, think about this, the, the, the streak that we've had over the past two years of, um, you know, uh, the, the two-year-old that OD'd on fentanyl that they found in the backseat of mommy's car. Oh, those aren't my pants. Wait, what? Um, so, yeah, the presence of that stuff, uh, it's colored red or looks like a, 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 a um, you know, the Marshawn candy. Skittles. Skittle. Taste the rainbow. Yeah. Kids will look at something bright and red and, and say, hmm, poison frog? No, Skittle. But tonight, the lawmaker who wrote that bill says this tragedy had nothing to do with her new law. She tells Fox 13's A.J. Jennifer. Of course you do, by the way. And you tell your constituents in so much county, you see, no, no, I, I wrote the law. They passed the law. Inslee signed the law. They just don't understand the law. People are misinterpreting her words. But to say that that the excuse for not removing a child is that law that never took that responsibility away from them, I think, is uh, uh, going way too far. Representative Lillian Ortiz. What it did, and no one is seeing this as clearly, I think, as I am, but it changed the goal line. It it moved the goalposts to reduce separation so that there's an incentive for DCYF to leave a kid, I mean, an infant, a newborn. Uh, in in the hands of a clearly dangerous parent, and that's called a success, because I happen to have the DCYF uh, PowerPoint from January 2024. Gosh, that's only 48 hours ago. Uh, and success is defined by uh, decreasing separations. I mean, I'm Washington has seen a 35.6 percent decrease in the number of children in and out of home care. Is that is that if you're that kid, is that a good or bad thing? Um, well, so anyway, so that that's what she's uh, missing on this. Anyway, she is an evil, evil uh, lawmaker, and in Summers County, you should get her out of there uh, because she thinks that that's good law. Self is the sponsor of House Bill 1227, a law being blamed for a tragedy in Jefferson County. I have a lot of concerns. This is the Jefferson County DA. Concerns about how the suspect ended up with the child in the first place. And it is my understanding it is due to the passage of HB 1227. In the case, DCYF chose to leave a newborn baby with his father, despite the father having a criminal... The law says they had to. 
because his drug use was not uh, was not caused to separate him. And then the baby died. He hid it in a bush, and the baby was three days dead when uh, Port Townsend police found it. So there, there you go. Real hard, real hard there. Um, it's so unpredictable too. Who could have seen that coming? Um, uh, thing two. Second thing. Well, remember the Chiefs fans that were found frozen to death? What a bizarre story. Well, the toxicology is back. Let me guess. Some substances were found in their system? Um, uh, uh, forbidden essences were found, but not just forbidden Lots essences. Cocaina, and uh, so you got your booger sugar and cut with fentanyl. And I mean, I can practically script what happened. That they they they're they already drunk or something. They go to their buddy's house, who has checked himself into rehab, by the way. Go to their buddy's house, watching the Chiefs game. Go Chiefs. And then somebody calls their bro. Guy number five was the Coke deliverer. And they call guy number five, and they go, hey, dude, we'll Venmo you 3000 bucks. Bring us some booger sugar. Bring us some blow. We want to party all night because the Chiefs want to go, Chiefs, am I right? Kelsey. And... He shows up with a Coke. They go outside, honk the blow, and but it's cut with fennel. So the, the guy wants to save as much money as he can. He gets five thousand bucks Venmo. He goes buy he he buys a thousand dollars worth of, of Coke, and that's the cheapest stuff made from Yakima liquid uh, morphine, liquid heroin, and fentanyl, um, and gives him that. And he didn't say, oh, by the way, this I I went cheap on this. I went dollar store on this. Is that cool? I went I went Rite Aid uh, on this. And uh, and so th that's how you get guys frozen to death in the backyard. And not not real hard. Probably happened a dozen other times around the country that weekend, uh, too. Okay. Thing three. Hold what? on. Before we Wait. go to the next story, what? this is we should juxtapose this story to the Michael Buble mushroom story. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms. Everything is fentanyl. It's a, it's a miracle he's alive. Well, but my point is, is so this video is going to get a lot of traction today, and a lot of people are going to see it and go, ha-ha, it's so funny. Michael Buble is incoherent and joking around, and he's on mushrooms. And well, it's funny because he's incoherent joking yeah, around. But, okay, but a lot of young people are going to get the wrong impression about drug use because in a way, in a weird way, this sort of glorifies it, romanticizes it, makes it popular. It totally does. But the harsh reality of average Joes and Janes taking these substances is things like these three dudes freezing to death in the backyard yeah. who are Kansas or, City or Chiefs fans. Or the dead three-week-old baby in a bush in Port Townsend. It's just a striking comparison, and, and it's unfortunate how Hollywood glamorizes uh, taking substances and romanticizes it. Celebrities do it with impunity and get joked about. But then the people we don't hear about normally are guys like this who, oops, you ingested all this crap and you wind up dead and f multiple families. I cleared 4000 bucks selling a bunch of fentanyl coke to these three idiots. Yeah, and it's a terrible tragedy and it's going to affect the generation of people and if I was, they all have loved ones. And, and before people start thinking like you... Um, if I was Michael Bublé and the, the ball's in his court, or I mean the puck is behind his blue line, he should get on Instagram today and say, I am deeply embarrassed by that press right. conference. Right. I, I'm unfriending that friend that gave me the microdose of shrooms. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms. And, and that guy in Seattle, that conservative SOB, uh, <laughs> keeps playing that thing, thinking it's funny. It's not funny. It's the opposite of funny. 
um, and the whole deal. Thing, do we? Okay, thing three. Third thing. I got bad news for people, uh, people like me who are waiting around for the snow or reason to hide. Glad tidings on this Groundhog Day, and early spring is on the way. I am calling for jihad on Punxsutawney Phil. That rodent. Uh, Killed us. What do you have against flowers in bloom? Because, and first of all, by the way, they they're rarely correct uh, on that. But um, Wait, no, it, you're telling me a groundhog can't predict the weather. Is that well, what you're this is one time where television really fails to capture the true excitement of a large squirrel predicting the weather. Now that's the thing. I'm, I'm he might be the scarecrow I needed, but we need snow. Like like I said, the Tahoma Trail system. There's a high trail and a low trail. I haven't seen snow you can ski on uh, at all, really, since that one blast we got in December or early January, wasn't that? Anyway, I can't remember. That's that's what the groundhog has done to me. So anyway, death to Phil, um, and and uh, there's that. So uh, when we come back, what's the latest on the severe blow that will be delivered at a time and place of our choosing? Um, and uh, also, uh, why is Washington Post with the article, inflation has fallen. Why are, gro- why are groceries still so expensive? There, there's that. Says the guy that topped off, that filled up the tank this morning. And I'm just waiting for that to start happening. Uh, and, and the latest on the uh, illegal alien, the refugee asylum seekers in, in New York that did a beatdown on two NYPD cops and then didn't even put up bail because there was no bail uh, offered, they were just shown the front door. Now they were shown the bus to California. Um, that and more coming up. AM 770 KTTH. You know, you want a prediction about the weather. You're asking the wrong Phil. I'll give you a, a winter prediction. It's going to be cold. It's going to be gray. And it's going to last you for the rest of your life. I'm 770 KTTH Brian Suits here. I've got a uh, mugshot of the the world's longest Uber orderer from the Van Buren County Sheriff's Office, uh, VB VB Co. Uh, Keith Frerickson. Did you do you ever do you have Uber as an app? I do. Yes. I'm thinking of. Uh, I, I just. I'm just. I'm just wondering. How do you kidnap a 14 year old girl from Mount Vernon, Washington, and Uber her? To Van Buren County, uh, the 14-year-old who's been missing from Va- Mount Vernon has been found because an adult man, uh, 30-year-old, well, he was true, uh, he, the guy who identified himself as Keith, really is named Keith, Keith D. Frierkson, it's a very Michigan name, um, and he is in custody of the Van Buren County Sheriff's Office because he Ubered a 14-year-old to his house. 
And how that works, I I, I don't know. Uh, according to the Mount Vernon uh, PD investigators, the identity of the suspect, who was publicly referred to as Keith, after learning the girl may have potentially used a rideshare service, in addition to the knowledge that Mount Vernon has limited rideshare options, investigators were able to identify the Keith who ordered a rideshare for her and his address in South Haven, Michigan. You're correct. Um, not as the crow flies, but as the 90 goes, that's about 2,300 miles. So, I mean, please tell me, never mind TikTok. Uh, please tell me a, a flag comes up when you accept that drive. I Do mean, when, but, when the Uber out? driver says, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll take that. I, I really, I know they got to interview that Uber driver eventually during this investigation. But do you think it was broken up over multiple trips? Maybe two-hour Uber <clears throat> here, two-hour Uber there. Well, I don't want to put myself. I don't want to. I've never walked a mile in Keith Frierson's <laughs> moccasins. Yeah, don't, you <laughs> but, don't want to. Yeah, and and I would like to think I'm not capable of scheming how to kidnap a 14-year-old. But you can't help but wonder. Well, how does the app accept that? So I don't think it would. And you. Probably would. I mean, where I live is so out of the way, so rural that yeah, I, this one time, broad daylight, um, I had to take an automobile. What I, what I did was I I dropped an automobile over a year and a half ago to a, to a guy, um, a transplant as well, who busted ass really in on that day repaired the car, but I had a friend drive me home and I said, yeah, I'll Uber it back, and he went. Rrr. And I went, yeah, yeah, I'm just Uber back. And it was like 4 p.m. And I opened up Uber and I went, uh, yep, going here to this mechanic. And then 20 minutes goes by. No one, the closest Uber driver is uh, like Stillicum or something. And no way do they come into uh, God's County. And uh, so, I mean, I know what the limitations are. If there's a driver and you see when you see the little map. And says so your driver's on the your closest driver is twenty minutes away or whatever. And there were there were a bunch of drivers, but they were not coming down to pick me up uh, to t to go to this mechanic. So you know what I wound up doing? Walking. How far was that? Like a mile. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are you gonna do? It's an outrage. You're you're not gonna peel off from Stillicum and drive me here. Walking is so 19th century. <clears throat> oh, that's, that's what I was I was singing a jaunty sea shanty on the way there. In fact, it was it was so 19th century. Uh, the MVPD says based on the evidence collected, the teen uh, traveled across multiple states. Police developed probable cause for second degree kidnapping. And and by the way, um. Because transportation of women's across state lines was so prevalent um, 110 years ago, that way more than Martin Scorsese and, and Killers of the Flower Moon, the having a uh, federal law enforcement agency was an answer to interstate trans, uh, transport of women for purpose of, uh, of commerce. Um, and, and so, I mean, that, that was the thing. And so that's what this, that's effectively what this guy did was he used rideshare to transport a minor across state lines, uh, like, like he's Matt Gates or something. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, uh, so anyway, 
right to jail. He was uh, located, taken into custody, and is now facing charges in Michigan. You right to jail. For first-degree criminal sexual contact while he'd be dead. Right to jail, right away. I would go fund me. I would, I would crowd fund a shanking on this guy. Uh, sex offender failure to come. Oh, he's already on the register. He's failed to comply with the Registration Act and children contributing to delinquency. So she's 14. He transports her, and then you, like I just said, uh, first degree criminal sexual conduct. So, yeah. And is that illegal if you crowdsource a shanking? Uh, you're just I'm kidding. Just right? to, yeah. I've got first. For purposes of uh, of radio entertainment, I'm just saying. Uh, there it is. Nice disclaimer. Yeah, and so, but my good golly, my 14 year old disappears from Mount Vernon. Where was Chris Hansen when you needed him? Doesn't there was a she, predator that needed to be caught? She. Do you have an idea who I am? Um, she doesn't leave a note. They had. I mean, that would. You would never sleep. And that family up there. I mean, they. You know, they they uh, talked to. Uh, to Q13, we, we, we had that. They had a bunch of vigils and the whole thing. Um, but finding that phone that she left behind, finding that she's communicating with Keith, and then Keith provides his address in Van Buren County, uh, Michigan. Good gosh. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, the, uh, and they were, and by the way, Q13, think about this real hard. In the future, before... Before the missing teen is is missing or is found, don't put the name and image of the uh, missing person. So they they did that, and they've since said that Fox 13 removed the name and images of the 14 year old girl as she has been found and maybe the victim of, of assault. But uh, I mean that's nightmare. The, the guy had to think of that. I would not if you if you told me how oh, I'm I'm flying into the wrong SeaTac. I'm flying into the SeaTac in Chicago. Can you Uber me back to Seattle? I, I mean, I, I don't think they do. Lyft, Uber, not, none of them do that. But I've heard of people, like, from Vegas offering crazy tips. Like, here's a 1000 bucks if you get me to Orange County, driving to L.A., dropping a guy out for, for that. So, I mean, you know, I suppose it's the individual on that one. But I, I, want, I, I, I would be burning a call into Uber uh, on this one. All right, when we come back. Inflation has fallen. Why are groceries still so expensive? The answer may surprise you. Um, and it's, I'm still seeing it with the foods. The foods is, are still uh, expensive, but I, I thought the price, uh, the, the main cost, the transportation was going down. Um, yeah, and the uh, Joe Biden's favorite TV show, uh, the answer, well, I already gave it up earlier, but if you didn't listen, the answer may surprise you. Uh, back in a second... The uh, captain of the Eisenhower, they're floating around the Red Sea, giving it, giving uh, those Houthis what for and, and 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 who's who. He tweets a lot, and uh, that and more coming up after this. Same seven seventy KTTH. Hey, this is library.
As with uh, most of our traditions, we like to believe that it originated here. Uh, happy Groundhogs, Groundhogs Day, everybody. Uh, Brian Sitzer with uh, producer Greg. And if you're and and somewhere in America today, some lame morning show is literally doing the same break like five times in a row for an hour until enough people call. When complainer number nine calls, they'll win their chance to put their hands on the Mazda whatever and uh, and win one at the at, uh, at the uh, Tri County Mall this weekend uh, or whatever. But uh, no Groundhog Day. Uh, some say it goes back three to five thousand years, and not pulling a specific squirrel out by its butt and waving it around in front of a crowd of cheering people. And it used to mean something. They used to pull it out of its hole and they used to eat it. Um, I wonder if desperate enough, you know, you can you can milk anything with nipples. You can eat a groundhog. I have nipples, Brian. Can you milk me? <laughs> in fact, yes, Greg. <laughs> and that works out because I would remember that was Ben Stiller's name was uh, was Greg. But anyway, uh, bad news, folks. Uh, winter's over, and uh, and so there's that. But of course, the tradition has many. It has many different fathers, and in Italy, <clears throat> and this might. Well, okay, I'm, I would say this. If I heard that in America they pull a rodent out of a stump, but it's not a real rodent and it's not a real stump, and it's choreographed, uh, and that's how they predict the, the, the weather, I would say there's no way that country is dominant for 80 years on the globe. But if I told you that Igiorni della Mera, the days of the female blackbird, are a Italian... A legend for you see, according to a rural archaic legend in Tuscany, the blackbird was once white and beautiful and arrogant. And she told January that she didn't suffer the cold. So January sent her extra harsh days and she had to hide in a chimney. And that's how she became black. Be because of this, during I giorni della mera, uh, the locals say that if the weather is mild these three days, winter will extend longer. And if it's harsh, spring hide in a chimney and spring will come sooner. So uh, anyway. <clears throat> um, and and but what I have not seen, I actually did a search for this. Does How right is Phil? And Phil is like uh, 33. And, and here's the thing. You have a 50% chance. How is he only correct one third of the time? This is pitiful. A thousand people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. And it goes back. So anyway, a Venetian historian points out it goes, it's an Indo-European thing. Our northern Italian female blackbirds, Milanese bears, and American groundhogs somehow related. Uh, the tradition can be traced back to Indo-European civilizations. Turns out if you're paying attention, you're pagan. So gosh bless you folks. Which and, and by the way, if you're pulling a Tannenbaum, a Christmas tree in your house, you're pagan also. Let's just let's all be honest about Christianity in Scandinavia. That they came along and they had they, they had to find some holidays they could dovetail. And and and, and some they could usurp. So I'm kind nice of nice pagan holiday you have there would be a shame uh, if something happened to it. Yeah. A, a nice birth of Jesus would be a shame if uh, it suddenly was in December when when it was in uh, March for you know, but if, those shepherds watching their flocks by night. They must, must be have freezing been very cold. God, I'm gonna rub some myrrh on me on this one. But anyway, it goes back and that's the extent of my interest in that story. Um so uh there you go. Uh well um so let's get to the uh, inflation. I am seeing it at the 
various grocery stores, <clears throat> um, and then I am seeing it. I was seeing it every three days when I drove up here and back in a different car with five cylinders. <clears throat> now I'm seeing it every other day because of this Panzer thing. And I I got to say, I, I don't feel violated from this morning. For 92, for the good stuff, and not ethanol-free. I couldn't, sorry, Shaniqua, but I I couldn't feed you the, the Hennessy this morning. Um, it was... Does this sound right? Four seventeen. Yeah, I've seen it around there. Yeah, really. I was. I, I guess you know, screw the ethanol free. If I, if I can save that much money for for now, we're we're doing the uh, the seventy six uh, on that. And I'm not, uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to Hagen's or or or, or a whole paycheck or anything. I, I'm just going to a regular. Grocery store, getting the broccoli, such as, and the cabbage, uh, such as. And I do notice it's more expensive than a year ago, and it still is, even though gas is coming down. But I guess that lags. And I I refuse to buy. I don't, I don't want to get caught cheating coming home with store eggs. So I don't do that. You tell me. You've got kids. Do you guys eat eggs? We do eat eggs. Where are they now? The price variation is crazy, and the variety of eggs is something like I've never seen before. You've got the cage-free, the free range. You've got eggs that are like 20 cents a piece that you clear those eggs. Those chickens have been tortured their whole lives. So I'd say we pay on average about four or five bucks. For, for a dozen? Uh, is that mean we buy organic? I guess it does maybe. Um, you think it should really? be way cheaper? Well, like in my case, uh, sometime around um, late April, I'll be walking out and checking under the chickens' butts when they when they decide to go <laughs> That's off strike. One way to go, yeah. So so there's that. Um, well, maybe you might try Walgreens, except that they're racist. Now now, I mean, I'm a call me a bluff old traditionalist, but I believe in profit and loss, and you 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 cut where you're not making money, whether it's Chipotle or whatever, if you have a store that's costing more than it's bringing in, then it's a, what, net loss, everybody. What do you do? You close it down. You apologize. You give everyone a, an offer. Okay, there's a further restaurant they can we can bring on there. Or screw you, find a new job. Um, and those are called the market forces, and I agree with them. Um, well, I was wrong. There's a Democrat from Massachusetts that is mad that, that inner city Rite Aids and Walgreens are closing. And I mean, never mind, one of the highest end zip codes in America is uh, Pacific Heights, San Francisco. All right. I mean, Im imagine transplanting Queen Anne and putting it on Mercer Island. That's that. Okay. Um, they, they call it Pelosi Heights. All the Rite Aids, all the Walgreens, they're all closed there because they cost more to have open. Then to, I mean, then to close because you just walk in and grab stuff and you leave because they can't put everything behind a lock. And is it based on race? Well, no, it's the it's the whitest darn place in the white on, on the West Coast. I mean, besides Olympia, um, but that is not why Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts took 
to the floor of the house yesterday. When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community and they take them and they take with them baby formula, diapers. When you know your brand, you got to know your brand. If there's a an outrage or a grievance and you can blame it on race, this is this is basic. This is politics 101. Asthma inhalers, life-saving medications, <clears throat> and of course, jobs. These closures are not arbitrary and they are not innocent. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination. Shame on you, Walgreens. Walgreens is a multi-billion dollar corporation that needs to put their money where their mouth is and stop General, divesting from black and brown communities. Like I say, I, I beg to differ. Let me retort. Um, the whitest parts of L.A. and San Francisco um, are tightening up the right aids and the Walgreens because the bummiest parts of the West Coast, the most vagrant parts, are just walking in. You can find videos of people just walking in with a 55-gallon uh, hefty yard waste bag and taking their arm and just doing the full... <laughs> Uh, you know, just clearing the shelf into the bag and then just leaving. For the children. And the, the corporations are telling the security guards to get out of the way. You know, don't, don't interact with them physically. Though if they put their hands on the security guard, that's a robbery. It's not a shoplifting. It's a robbery. And we, I don't know what it is, but I mean, I, I don't go to Rite Aid down on 3rd Avenue, but I, I'd imagine <clears throat> that they're doing the same thing and that they're seeing the same kind of uh, shoplifting, just not nearly as badly. Um, and you can you can go you can drive a mile from the Golden Gate Bridge into Chinatown and you will not see a Rite Aid that's open. And you know what? There's a lot of there is old people that have been in their house for 60 years and now suddenly they can't, you know, their their pelvic tilt medication or <laughs> if there's such a thing. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll take a break and uh, we'll come back for a third of the final hour of the week. And so that means a really good built up checking of the texting. At 8.30, um, 800-465-8770. Uh, so we'll get to that and a checkup on the uh, latest uh, local news, local weather and stuff. And we'll play. We'll continue to play. We'll continue to condemn Michael Bublé, yet still play him. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms. And You're bad. You're just bad. Oh. You're just a bad, bad, good singer, bad man. Oh. Bad man. My buddy told me. This is just a microdose of mushrooms. Don't laugh at the bad man on mushrooms. And he was lying. So there. Uh, we'll be back right after the same 770 KTTH.